Would you like to say something to the class before we begin? Hi, everybody. How did you burn? I mean, you know how it is. How did you burn? Fucking rolling whatnot. I'm gonna steal a declaration of independence. I wouldn't make you out to be a burglar, not that outfit. Put the bunny back in the box. Alright, now loosen up. I'll be damned if I didn't get really turned on. Well, folks, uh, we're back here at subsequent movie podcast. Um, the energy in the room has has changed, I would say, uh, dramatically in the uh, <laughs> like last twenty minutes or so. Um, yeah, we just watched Leaving Las Vegas, Oscar winning motion picture leaving las vegas and uh you just said to me there ryan just before we started uh recording that you don't think you've ever seen a movie torpedo itself so badly in the closing stages and uh Uh uh-huh jesus christ um wow uh hell of a way to conclude this film i gotta say i I think that the ending stretch of this movie is so bad and absurd and horrible that it legitimately made me look back at the preceding hour and a half and be like, oh, I think that may have been way worse than I thought it was, to be completely honest. Like, it is one of those... It's one of those concluding stretches... That makes you realize not only are the people writing this film hacks, but all the bits that you've enjoyed previously have just kind of been spoiled. You know, it really is. It really is one of those conclusions where it recontextualizes the preceding film so thoroughly and says so much about the people who created this movie that you're just kind of like, oh, huh, this did suck. This was a bad <laughs> film. Huh. Yeah. Um, this is a, uh, a auteur piece written, directed, scored by the same guy, Mike Figgis. Um, and yeah, that last uh, few minutes of the movie really says a lot about the man behind the movie. Um, mm-hmm. Not a lot of empathy uh, in in his in his heart for, let's say, women. Uh, nope. Or, and anyone that isn't himself. Um, we we should ju- we should just say how it goes off the rails, right? Be- or we yeah, should maybe, you should maybe... probably put like a content warning content yeah, warning on this we, one. Yeah, we should. Um, yeah, content warning here because we're going to be talking about uh, alcohol abuse, rape, uh, domestic violence, assaults. Coming, coming so hard he literally died. <laughs> A man coming so hard he literally dies. <laughs> um, not to spoil it, not to spoil it, but I am so, I am so fucking blown away by this. Oh my god. This this movie is a fucking trash fire. It is unbelievable that people took this seriously to me. Genuinely yeah. cannot comprehend taking this film as a serious object. Yeah, like, we spent most of the movie watching it very seriously. 
and then he nuts himself to death and we're just like basically throwing cackling, popcorn at cackling. the screen. You, you, you said as we were getting into this, because I'll, I'll set up the movie, right? So three sentence summary. Uh, Nicholas Cage is a screenwriter who is a, a late stage alcoholic who, after being fired from his job, decides to go to Las Vegas and drink himself to death. While there, he meets uh, the sex worker named Sarah, who falls in love with him, and he uh, tolerates, I think. I would say he tolerates yeah. her affection. Yeah. The two of them go on a whirlwind tour of self-destruction, and the movie ends with them finally hooking up and Nicolas Cage nutting so hard that he leaves the mortal coil. Just astounding. Absolutely astounding. We got to this bit... Where it's the end of the movie, and she is coming in. Well, coming. Someone's coming, but it's not Someone's her. Someone's coming, yeah. <laughs> she comes in to his, like, shitty motel or whatever. He's on the deathbed, like that painting of Marat, right? Like, the have a nice, <laughs> yes. like, death consciousness yes. cover. He is, like, in his bed, arm over the side. She comes in and lowers herself onto him. They have extremely miserable sex. And I think as this was happening, you said, and I quote, if he dies while coming, I am turning this film off. <laughs> and lo and fucking behold, he, they have sex. He nuts. He rolls over, looks directly into the camera, says, Wow, and dies. And that is the it's, conclusion of this movie. That is the end of this film. It, it, no words can do it justice. Like, the listening to you recap it makes it sound demented. It's demented. It is, it is <laughs> demented. It's crazy. It is. I lost my shit. I was crying at this. Like, just clapping like a fucking seal at the fact that they ended this melodrama with Nicolas Cage getting his nut on and just dropping dead. It's absurd. It's so fucking crazy, dude. It it just, like... And having him turn to the camera and barrel it and just go, wow, and then just croak is like... Mm -hmm. It it just takes this movie that is trying to be this serious, contemplative, earnest piece, and it just descends it into farce. <laughs> like it is it's, just it, it is so nutty that like like most of the film is a little weird, right? Like it has a it has a tone and a vibe about it. Right. Where yeah, yeah. There are parts which are, you know, to be taken seriously. There are definitely parts of unintentional comedy as well. Like, I think there are parts where the melodrama becomes really overwrought and goofy prior mm -hmm. to this. But <clears throat> this ending is so goddamn off the rails that I, I don't think I could ever watch this movie again. Not that I would, because the, the rape scene soured me on it so badly. But, like... If I watched this movie again, it would be like you watching Tokyo Drift, where you're just, like, giddy in anticipation for that final shot, and I'd be sitting yeah. here twiddling my thumbs like, all right, baby, all right, baby, here it comes, here it comes, here comes the part where Nick Cage 
nuts and drops dead. It's so <laughs> fucking funny. It's I, it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in a movie. It's I I'm really glad you brought up Tokyo Drift because I wanted to bring up that ending of Tokyo Drift and compare them because it is the exact same thing. It is Albert it, Wesker Oval Office levels is, of Nicolas Cage performance here. It's fucking like. I I cannot believe anybody took this fucking movie seriously. Like I can't believe that people still take this movie seriously today knowing how it ends. Like people sit there and they watch this man's life force leave through his dick <laughs> and you're just like wow, what a movie. That that really touched me. That like, that was just the way soul stirring. So like, okay, okay, okay. So I, I bring this up a lot on this podcast because it's relevant, right? I got into Nicolas Cage when I was a teenager, very formative for me, moving me into like a, a larger world of film, right? And this movie mm-hmm. has been on my list for fully, I would say, nine years at this point, right? I I have had this on the back burner for fucking ever. I went into this thinking okay it's academy award winning it's one of his best performances people love it i hear it's heartbreaking you know it's tragic it's you know sad it's gonna make me cry i came into this prepared to maybe shed a few tears over nicholas cage at the end but no yeah he he, he empties his balls with such incredible velocity that his mana his fucking <laughs> life essence just leaves his body <laughs> I mean, like a ghost, like a we, ghost rising up from this man's cock. It's insane. We did shed tears at the end. They were just I, not the kind of tears that we thought we'd be shedding. Oh, it's oh my god! It's <laughs> I have ne- like I have never. Reacted, I don't think, to a movie the way that. Like, normally, when I react to a movie and I'm like giddy with laughter and on the verge of tears, it's because it's like. I can't breathe. Like, it's not trying to, to move me to like have this soulful experience it's it's like it's it's dom behind the wheel of the car at the end of tokyo drift it's fucking m bison's milk right, line right. from from chun li it's albert wesker oval office it's not it's not a man nutting himself to death in what's supposed to be a tender moment it's so it's so crazy dude I can't believe this movie ends like that. I was so pissed. This movie pissed me off so badly. I, I, we watched through this and the soundtrack was good. Nicolas Cage was good. The performances were fine. Fucking Shawnee Smith, Amanda from Saw is in this movie. And we got to the part where she is raped and I was like, fuck this. This sucks ass. I don't want to watch this movie anymore. But then it turns around and has come to death. And it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm no, so. I, I I'm get so it. I, busted up over this. It's a, it's a tonal <laughs> whiplash. It's two tonal whiplashes in short succession. It's that nuts. Couldn't be <sighs> like 
you're in, you're you're watching the movie. You're thinking it's a little melodramatic. It's a little you know, it, it's it's lacking in empathy for its female lead and sex workers in general. But it's a pretty decent movie. And then she gets raped, and you're like, "Fuck, Fuck this! This, this, is, yep. this is just like I sucks ass." This, this with that scene, this director and writer has just <sighs> said more about himself and his his thoughts than he could ever think he was saying. Mm-hmm. And then a man nuts himself and dies, and it's it, 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 it takes you all the way it takes you all the way down and brings you all the way back, and it's just it, it it's like getting shot. It's just like. It really is. It really is. It really is. And before this, the highlight of this movie for me was legitimately seeing Shawnee Smith in that bar scene. That bar scene, right? He um, there's one point where fucking he's getting breakfast and he goes into a bar, and you hear this woman, you know, having a having a fight with someone else. And I was like, that voice sounds kind of familiar. Who is that? And then it cuts, and who else but fucking Amanda in turf bangs rolling up in this bar to talk with Nicolas Cage. I lost my shit. I really did, but nothing could prepare me for how this film concludes. Like, just uh, operating on a... <laughs> Operating on a previously unknown level of galaxy brain to filmmaking. I can't even think about it. I can't even talk about it. Like, I, I, I had my mental notes all organized, and at the top of them was Shawnee Smith, and I had this bit about the Jigsaw Killer origin story, and yeah, how this totally. was going to be totally. Nick Cage turns into Tobin Bell, and then he nuts himself, and now I don't want to talk about anything else other than nutting himself to death, you? because it's like... It's so monumental. It's so, it's so incredible. What is like... What are, like, top five movie moments on this podcast so far? Number one, Albert Wesker Oval Office. I think Nicolas Cage nutting himself and dying is probably that's, number, that's two. number two. That's number two. Number two with the bullet. Yeah. yeah, I feel like... Yeah, it, it it's 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 overtaken Borat walking into the hotel like he's just shit himself. It's... It's, uh, it's absurd. I... We're going to just say this, like, on repeat for the next hour, but I can't believe that movie was taken fucking seriously when that's how you Impossible. Do you know how long you have to scroll through the most popular reviews on Letterboxd before you find something for this movie below four stars? It's crazy. Okay. Well, okay. There is a three-star review, but the first bad review to get to on this film you have to do quite a bit of scrolling like people like this movie people people respect this film they uphold it as one of his better performances and i guess i can see that i can see the tragedy of his narrative i suppose but it's just impossible to take seriously even before the nut part right like he he is still doing his like goofy nicholas cage thing and i guess there is like a tragedy to it where you watch this dude, you know, destroy himself and act the way that he does, but Mm -hmm. it it just never goes anywhere. I never felt sympathy for him or for um, Sarah's character. I I just felt bad for Sarah in this movie, right? Like, 
her big plot that the movie opens with and then immediately drops is that she has a pimp who is like from from Russia, I think, somewhere somewhere in Eurasia, and he he is trying to get her to hustle the streets of Las Vegas. And then they just say, okay, we're going to have her get abused by this guy a little bit, and then you won't see him again. It's fine. And it's like, okay, yeah. great. Love that the purpose of this plot was just to have her show her ass and have a trauma flashback to when he cut her open with a switchblade or whatever, right? Yeah, like, like, like he basically just tells her to fuck off and just like lets her go, like, which is not uh, how sex trafficking works, by the way. Well, I um, think the implication is that he gets killed, right? Because she walks out of his apartment and there are dudes with guns. And he literally goes, his last line in this movie, you hear it muffled through the door. He's like, Dos Vidagia! And that, she's like true, walking yeah. away. It's yeah, so he, stupid. Oh my he, God. He does also say, though, like, never come back here again. Uh, which, yeah. But yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, her as a character, she's just there to suffer. Like, she has, she has, she has the dual, the classic, like, bad male writing roles for women of she's the mother and she's there to take abuse. And that's Mm -hmm. it, pretty much. And she's also there to get her tits out. Like, that's it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, titties out in this one. She's, she's there to be objectified, beaten raped to be nick cage's mom wife like she like elizabeth shue who plays her great actress yeah like not given anything near the material that like she could carry if she was given like something better to deal Mm -hmm. with right and i feel like this goes all the way through the movie in that like and not just with her in that I feel kind of like the movie never truly understands what it wants to be, and I and that's reflected in the ending, because the first 10, 15 minutes before he gets to Las Vegas, he's just doing wacky, weird comedy. Then they try and, like, uh, build it up as this, like, sweet, earnest story of, like, this drunk falling in love with the classic, like, sex worker with the heart of gold trope, mm-hmm. right? And and them them falling in love and then they just fucking like lose the thread like pretty much around the 45 50 minute mark Uh they start not liking each other and then it all just falls apart in the third act and it's just like Mm -hmm. he just nuts himself to death and and you're like he just fucking did the damn thing you you ever (laughs) the damn thing (laughs) That's a, that's that's a great way of putting a man nutting himself to death. He did the damn thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I really, I really don't know that I have much else to say about this film. the The soundtrack bangs. The soundtrack it's is really so good. good. Uh, unfortunately, really, really good. it is mixed three thousand times louder than the dialogue in any given scene. But after you go through the plot. After you talk about the way she's mistreated and Nicolas Cage drinking and doing his goofy, sad little thing, you are just left with an hour and 50 minutes of film, which culminates when Nicolas Cage culminates and then immediately dies. <laughs> so I I don't know what I have to say about this movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do. I do want to say, like, because if you haven't seen this movie and you're listening to this, you might have the impression that, like, 
he's just in his apartment or in his hotel room or whatever, and they fuck normally, and then he just happens to die after. No, he comes. he's like he's like a corpse. Yeah, he's on death's door because the whole point of him moving to Vegas is that he's coming here to sell all his belongings and drink himself to death and you know like that's that's his whole thing is that he's trying to commit suicide by drinking and he eventually does but so he like he he is on death's door right when she comes in but still you can't frame him dying like that mm-hmm. you can't do it and you can't try and make like you can't treat your you can't have him look at the camera and say wow and exactly. have that be the end of your film exactly you can't and you can't you can't engineer empathy for your female lead at the end by having it cut to her like telling her therapist about the time her boyfriend nutted and died <laughs> right like you can't do that either because you've just like spent the last hundred minutes beating the piss out of this poor woman yeah like and and treating her like shit and and to just have her then go you know we really did love each other and yeah we really hit it off Uh, super awkward when he came inside me and then died imagine imagine like her character imagine sarah's character you know she gets out of this situation or whatever she goes she does something else for a while you know, it's years on, she's looking back fondly, she has a good support group, you know, a strong circle of friends, and then one night they're swapping stories and she was like, yeah, you know, oh, there was this guy a while back, he was kind of self-destructive, kind of an alcoholic, but he had this charm, I really liked him, I really thought he loved me, and then he, like, came inside me and died, that was kind of weird, you know, looking back on it, that was a bit of a weird one. How, how long is it? Until she has to unpack that, right? Is she just is she just cool with that? Is it fine? Is it so poetic that she's just like, oh, wow, he really did love me. Oh, it's so sad he died. How do you how do you process something like that happening to you? If I was fucking someone and they died, I don't know how I would react to that, right? Like, what do you do in that situation? In her situation, I guess she just. I like what does that look like? Do you call an ambulance? Do you just leave him in the motel room? Do you go out and and be like, "Hey, uh so kind of a weird thing, but this guy, you know, I just I just rocked his knot. <laughs> I, fucking, I fucking I fucking rocked his socks off so bad. <laughs> he just he just is deceased. Can you can you call like <laughs> like <laughs> like like cleaning services do you call a maid do you call the police do you call an ambulance like do you call a favor from someone and be like hey listen i know you owe me a favor i've got this guy <laughs> he was like, all he was all up in there five minutes ago uh, and he's, he's getting cold uh, and i really need someone to come get him out of here he's there's gonna be trouble <laughs> I I mean, first of all, I'm sure most motels in Las Vegas have seen their share of of dead people. Um personally, I think if I was working at the at the desk of a hotel or a motel or wherever and somebody came and was like, "Listen, we were fucking and then he died." I would immediately think, "Well, you killed him. Uh yeah. you, you are you are you you committed murder somehow and then tried to frame it as him having a heart attack." That's my immediate thought because I've seen spy movies. Um but she doesn't do any of that. She just 
she just rides him and he he nuts and he turns to the camera that is apparently there says wow dies and she just kind of sits there like she just sits on the side of the bed she's not crying she doesn't seem particularly moved by his passing she just kind of sits there and gets dressed and i i guess calls the police or an ambulance or the front desk or whatever you have and then she goes to see her therapist somewhere down the road like i feel like i feel like if somebody you are having sex with nuts themselves and dies in the process rolls a one on their cum roll just critical failure (laughs) not so bad they dropped it (laughs) like i feel like if that happens you're gonna react more i mean even i mean ethically i kind of have a problem with coming into the bedroom of somebody who was clearly about like to die any minute sure yeah and yeah. taking that, the last of their itself, essence through their dick uh, like, <laughs> that on itself is problematic in a different way but yeah <laughs> it happened and we all have to contend with it i i just i i don't know i i i, I kind of feel like it ruined my night just like watching that because now mm-hmm. i can't think about anything else and i'm not going to think about anything else for like i know this is going weeks. to haunt me this is this is going i'm going to have to write like a like a six page article a tribute to nicholas cage's nut tribute right the to oh. the, po- the poeticism of nicholas cage's death come right like that is all I will have on my mind for for weeks, if not months, after watching this movie. Like, I, I'm picturing in my head the the sort of crystallization on like a like a vice or like medium or just some some like website where some guy is just talking about how much it means to him that Nick Cage came and died and like. Yeah. Right, like I can, I can see in my in my mind that like twenty twelve written movie critique before everybody figured out that people who write movie critiques on the internet professionally are just freaks, as, as just just as bad as the rest of us. Sure, like, yeah, it's it's he comes out his fucking dick and he dies <laughs> his soul his soul left his body through his dick and through balls through his dick through his dick and balls like apparently the soul is stored in the balls uh, we didn't know that but apparently it is i mean uh, do we have anything else we want to talk to I, or is this just going to be a half hour episode where we talked about his his fucking <laughs> spiritual <laughs> evacuation of his body after sex I, I genuinely, I, like, I don't think I want to talk about anything else because... No! No! <laughs> you know, like, he looks like Drill by the end. He's so destroyed on on alcohol. It's, it's like, distracting for about three seconds before she gets assaulted and then he nuts and dies. Uh, the music we said is really good. Probably the best music we've had uh so far other than uh is this the best i think so yeah, i, I mean, think i think it is yeah i think it uh, as much as i love the soundtrack to afterlife and retribution you know uh those yeah. are both pretty good but 
like nothing else really comes to mind. Uh, I guess you can make an argument for Greece if you're really into musicals. Mm. You could. Uh, I think Borat had a good soundtrack. I would not call it the best, though. No, but it's memorable. Yeah, Raising Arizona had a good soundtrack. It did, uh, it did. Wild yeah. at Heart had a good soundtrack. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pulp, pulp Fiction, maybe. I don't know. But, um, yeah, but I, I actually think this is probably the best soundtrack, which I'm loath sure. to say now, given that the director also like did the soundtrack. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, fuck me, Mike Figgis, what the hell were you thinking? I, <laughs> my dude, how did you win an Oscar for this fucking m- movie? I just, I just don't understand, right? Like, th- this should be categorized as a comedy on, like, IMDb or whatever, right? Like, this is, if if, if I was to make it, like, I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying anymore, because this ending has just... It blasts your my brain. Brains. Yeah. It's it's just I I feel like somebody's just blasted me in the head with like a hammer or something. I feel it, like I've been put wretched. in one of like the Shawnee Smith saw traps or something. Like I've I've had the fucking shotgun collar wrapped around my neck or something, and it's just gone off. I don't know. Like mm-hmm. Jesus it, Christ, Ryan! It retroactively renders this movie nothing but. 110 minutes of foreplay leading up to the conclusion where he comes and dies like that's it there there is knowing that that's how this movie ends there's no other way you can watch this aside from just sitting in anticipation for that conclusion just waiting just waiting for it yeah it's like i knew he was going to die i thought it was going to be something you know kind of touching like maybe Maybe, you know, he, he drags himself out somewhere to try to see her, or he's in a hospital, like, like picked up mm-hmm. by an ambulance, dies on the way there. But no, he just crawls into this motel room like a bug going down into a hole, and much like a bug, has sex once and then dies. He is, he is like the locust or the cicada of this film. Yeah, it's... It. It's it's like the fucking praying mantis thing where the woman eats the head or the female eats the head, like. I guess like of of other things I might say about this movie, I think tonally it's very different to what I expected because partly of the cum, but I I really thought it was going to be a much slower, more like French art housey style movie because it yeah. has that aesthetic and look. But no, it's it's wacky comedy, and then it's like romantic drama, and then it's man nuts and dies, and it's I don't know. Um, yeah, I was expecting this to be like you know like the fucking Irishman or something like that, right? Like a really sure. <clears throat> a really heavy, dark melodrama about a man who is suicidal and it never it never connects those dots to me right like ostensibly the subject matter is very tragic ostensibly what happens to him in broad strokes you know maybe not so much concerned about the details is tragic but nothing nothing in this is ever heart-wrenching nothing in it is ever dark beyond the idea of shock value right 
It's all just there to like shock you and make you uncomfortable. Oh, isn't it so fucked up that she's a sex worker and she gets raped and you have to look at it like, fuck off, get that shit out of here. And there's so much of it that is comedy, both intentional and unintentional that like when the moments are supposed to hit and you're supposed to sober up and be like, oh, this is very funny, but he's destroying himself. They just never occur. Right. Because the Mm -hmm. tone the tone is just so all over the place at all times. And then you barrel towards the conclusion of a man's balls shriveling up with such speed that he dies. <laughs> you you really can't take it seriously. And so it leaves you nothing on the table. Like, I can't... I cannot, in good conscience, recommend watching this film, I think. Like... The the rape stuff and just the disrespect for her character is right. so gross to me that like if you if you did a cut of this movie that was like tw- maybe ten minutes shorter and was more focused on just Nicolas Cage I would maybe say watch it but her stuff is is like still not the worst I've ever seen, but just not good, you know? And, and it, it mm-hmm. kind of, it kind of poisons the film in a way that makes it just, just unpleasant. And then, you know, he dies and it's hilarious again. So a- as you said, a real roller coaster of a movie kind of has an ending that must be seen to be believed, but I don't know if it's worth sitting through the rest of it. Right. Because for a while, right. Yeah. For a while, it has a pretty nice pace, right? It, it does, it, yeah. It, it clips along. They're there doing their thing. And I think just as it goes, it shows more and more of its ass. So by the time it's almost done, you're just sort of ready for it to be over. But again, absolute all-time greatest moments of cinema ending. So who can say if it's good or bad or not? Yeah, I mean... Even if he hadn't nutted himself to death, um, I think by the end I would not have had any sympathy for him because if your movie doesn't have sympathy for one of, like, the two leads, it's impossible to have it for the other, uh, for me. Um, They treat her so badly and basically present everything that happens to her that's bad as her own fault in such a way that it it means that, like, you just can't take his plight seriously because he is actually willingly destroying himself. Mm -hmm. And you're like, you can't see the differences, you can't see the similarities, you can't... You can't ask me to empathize with one of these people in this horrible situation while in the other hand being like, oh yeah, fuck her, she's just a a sex worker. Yeah, totally, totally, like... All of her stuff is is this, you know, grand sort of uh, thing where she is being abused by forces outside of her control, right? Like, she is constantly getting, getting like, violated and put down by this script. And he's over here just, woohoo, yeah, ha- have fun, you know, drinking myself to death. It's all cool. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe there is supposed to be a bit of tragic irony to that. But as you said, you, you really can't engender any sympathy for him i i don't think so fuck it right bad movie incredible ending so what else is there to say i i i really have nothing else honestly um i guess wigometer uh 
it's it's the classic Nick Cage balding look that you uh-huh. that you've come you've come to expect. Uh, depending how high or low you rate that, almost feels wrong to even have that. Maybe we should have the comometer or something this week. In which case, <laughs> ten it's out like of ten. Ten, ten out, out of ten. ten. Yeah. Um, Seven out of ten for Shawnee Smith's turf bangs. In, sure. in, wild haircut to put her in in this wild movie. Ha- wild haircut, yeah. Um, do you think it's better than Borat? Ooh. That's tough, right? Like, uh, the, en- the end is funnier than anything that happens in Borat, but it's also way... Uh, way more like regressive which is it's like just wild for me to say that a movie is more regressive than Borat um I don't know I think I, I really don't same. know I really have no idea it's hard I don't ostensibly, know ostensibly it is better than Borat in terms of how it is shot Scored, yes. acted, constructed. Yes. It is worse than Borat in terms of subject material. Yeah. If you if you put me down in front of a TV and said, "Okay, would you rather watch Borat or Leaving Las Vegas?" You have to choose one. I don't know. I think I may say Borat, but depending on the mood, I might want to watch this, right? Mm. Like, it's not good, but I think... Fuck, man. This this movie this movie is a conundrum, right? I'm going to say worse than Borat. I'm yeah, going to say worse I... than Borat because the sexual assault really turned me off from it. Yeah. Even, even though it did make me cry laughing at the end, which, you know, whatever... So I think it's worse than Borat. Yeah, I think for me what it would come down to is Borat's 80 minutes long, and it's a very, very easy watch, even though we've seen it 52 times. Uh-huh. Um, like, it just it goes by so quick, whereas I feel like this does have stretches where, it, as good as well as it's paced for the most part, like, it does have stretches where it drags a bit, and I don't think him nutting his soul out of his body is enough to justify the really sure. terrible shit and the terrible ideology like that lurks beneath the surface of this. I would agree. I would agree with yeah. that. Yeah. I think this is worse than Borat. Yeah. Okay. Then um, that's leaving Las Vegas. Uh, I guess Oscar-winning movie, the third Oscar winner, I believe we've done after Borat and Pulp Fiction. Um, illustrious, uh, illustrious territory. Next week, uh, we are back to John Travolta, Ryan, and we are taking on a, a bit of a religious uh, theme uh, this Oh, this fuck. I week. forgot. I forgot this was on the list. God damn yeah, it. Yeah. We are going to be watching Michael uh, from 1996, the movie where John Travolta plays the angel Michael um, down among us. Uh, He's got a dog in that movie, I think. Uh, I remember... never seen the movie, but I remember some 
video I had as a kid had a trailer on it for Michael, which I must have seen a ton of times because I remember very clearly his terrible like angel wing costume that looks like like if if you ever have seen like Corey Feldman and like what he makes his like troop of like women backup dancers wear it looks like that like cheap wonderful like, shitty like I can't believe I'm talking about Corey Feldman like anybody fucking cares about Corey Feldman but you know um very bad costuming he's wearing span or sp- spandex suspenders the whole time spandex <laughs> angels would be a very different movie uh but yeah Michael next week uh I I don't know what else to say uh Ryan you do another podcast where presumably you don't talk about people calming themselves to death all the uh, time. You'd be, uh, you'd be surprised. You'd be <laughs> surprised. I would say that is extremely in the wheelhouse for what we talk about on that it show. It is. It <clears throat> is. And that show is Emoji Drone, which I do with Sylvie. We pick an emoji, yada, 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 talk about the emoji, et cetera, et cetera. You can find that on podcast places, wherever you listen. Find us on Twitter at Emojidrome. Uh, yeah, if you want to check that out. I think by the time this comes up, we'll have just published our most recent episode. I still need to edit that. Uh, I don't remember what that was on, but it's fine. If you want to follow me on Letterboxd, I'm on there, I think, at SewerPeak, P-E-A-K. And I have an upcoming uh, appearance on the podcast Fear Baiting again to talk about horror movies and um, thematically relevant because we are going to be talking about Saw 2. So getting getting another dose of Shawnee Smith in that one. What are you you up to, Niall? Um, I am up to fuck all at the moment. Um, Hell yeah. You can follow me me on Letterboxd at uh, EmoChrist. We have a show Twitter at Borat Club. If you enjoy the show, if you enjoy nutting yourself to death, please tell a friend, leave us a review, a like, a rating, uh, all of that stuff. We really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I, I feel like my brain has stopped working because we've just no, talked I feel, about I feel nut- enlightened. Nutting. I feel more um, energized right now than I felt in a very long time. <laughs> unbelievable. I, I wild mean, movie. I, wild movie. Um We'll see you next week for Michael. Uh, in the meantime, stay safe. Try not to nut yourself into the into the grave. Um, thank you, Ryan, as always. I hope you also do not nut yourself into the grave before next well, week. Well, we'll see. It's 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 we'll see. it's been a long year. I'm vaccinated now, so no no we'll guarantees. See. Yeah, no yeah. guarantees. Uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Take care, and we'll see you soon. See you soon.